Fringe Radio, your trusted source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Fringe Radio. I try to move my body Welcome to another episode of Dark Fringe Radio, your number one spot for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. I am your host, Will Martinez, and of course, my co-host here, like every week, Jake Losey. What's going on, brother? What's up, my guy? Live in La Vida Coca? I mean, lo- oh. Loca? I meant Loca. Uh, I meant Loca. Uh, you gotta take care. You gotta take it easy, man. <laughs> That can't get into the snow business this early in the year. You'll never find you'll never find me in the snow business. First <laughs> off, I ate all versions of snow. Yeah, yeah, me too. The I'm kind you sure. put in your nose or you put yeah. on your your skis. I I yeah, like never, never was into the booger sugar. Yeah, definitely wasn't for me. Or cold. But uh, yeah, or cold. Yeah. Or cold. Um yeah, never did that. Well Somebody made fun of me because I I made mention that it was kind of chilly this week with all the wind. <laughs> the wind that's what we know we're getting old it's like oh the wind picks up we're getting cold yeah that's not good but uh listen uh thanks for joining me on another episode of dark fringe radio uh of course uh jay where can everybody listen to our podcast and catch all of our information if you please do tell of course i'm the guy to go to for that because you can go find us anywhere you find your podcast you can got, download us on stitcher Spotify, Google Play, you can go on iHeartRadio, you can go to iTunes, or you can get it directly from the well. You can get the purest concentrate. You can get it right from the horse's mouth. You go to darkfringeradio.com. You can get our merch. You can download all of our old episodes. We were just talking about some great audio. There's all kinds of cool things there to interact with. Please go to darkfringeradio.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, notify, help us get those numbers up. Please rate and respond on our uh, all of our platforms. Let us know yes. how we're doing. Let us know how we can make uh, make it a better podcast for you, and maybe what mm-hmm. topics you want to hear about. We're open to anything. Absolutely. Yeah, and if you want to be a guest, if you have something that um, you know you have to offer, as far as maybe you uh, written a book, something in the paranormal, or something to do with conspiracy theory, true crime, anything like that, you know, just reach out to us. Uh, you know, we're always uh, looking for guests to be on the uh, podcast. You know, not the, um, bigfoot. Because that you got to do your own research. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Jay, it's it is kind of hard after doing you know podcasts for seven years. You know, it's you know trying to find new guests is always important. You know, what I mean, trying to bring new things into the mix. So, yeah, we we'll, we we could get your help on that. That'd be great uh, for you folks out there. Really appreciate it. So, um, you could also uh, reach us directly via email at thedarkfringe at gmail So, if you want to, like I said earlier, you want to be a guest or something, uh, you know, or even advertise on our podcast, let us know. You could just shoot us. Uh, uh, an email there and uh, we'll get back to you very 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 quickly so um okay so uh i think that breaks up uh the intro for tonight uh pretty well jay i think we're ready for some dark fringe news are you ready for some dark fringe news brother i'm always ready for dark fringe news let's do it for 15 years i've been trying to teach you how to write a lead do i have to do everything myself get the story write the story no. we'll do it live fuck it I was looking at the James Brown wig. Fucking thing sucks! That's your kind of thing, Marie. That's always been a dream of mine to be like on a major like fucking network and just to have a meltdown like that. But you you know about you know about <laughs> my first time on live radio, right? Mm-mm. Did you have a meltdown? Did you have a fucking not a, meltdown? Not a meltdown per se. Not a meltdown mm-hmm. per se. Uh but I, I forgot that people may actually be listening because it was oh, an shit. overnight and it was Weekend overnight AM yeah. station. It was sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. It was a gospel station, mm-hmm. uh, and we had to, the guy, the overnight director, let us let me and the girl I was doing uh, the show with. Her name was Sue Magoo. Uh, at least that was her on air name. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Sue Magoo's interviews. This thing her and I came up with. So we made it up totally on the fly. And uh, the character I made up right then and there when she threw it to me was uh, the good Reverend across dresses, my brothers and sisters. You must yeah. wear the God of Belt with the teddy to get closer to God. Oh, yeah, Lord. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
the things we do, right, Jay? <laughs> and look where you're at now, huh? Let's finish this off. You love doing it yourself. Sometimes, yeah. I, I can. Take Confucius say, I do not think this story had much validity. <laughs> Well, you know, speak for yourself. I think these do. But uh, tonight we got a couple good stories here uh, for the podcast, Jay. Uh, first off, um, this one is a kind of a weird one, but happens in our happy state of here of Florida. And of course, and uh, of course, something like whoa, this. Whoa, would whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not trying to steal Florida, man. Florida man. I'm not. I'm not. But this is a rather interesting case. Let me get it into it here. Let's, let's, let's listen to this. Real human skull found at a Florida thrift store. You hear that? So, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's Florida, right? That's no big deal. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you can find a. You want to find a dead body? Go to the back. I'm pretty sure somebody found a femur, like on our high school <laughs> campus. If I'm, oh, if yeah, I remember yeah. correctly, a femur. Oh, I don't know about that. But uh, an anthropologist pursuing uh, the Halloween section of a thrift shop. In Florida, uh, made a rather macabre discovery when he spotted a human skull for sale at the store and subsequently determined that it was real. According to a social media post from the Lee County Sheriff's Office, the strange case occurred this past Saturday when the unnamed expert, Jay, visited the establishment in the community of North Fort Myers, uh, possibly looking for items that may have been discounted in the days after Halloween, as most people do, Jay. You know, Uh, the anthropologist's attention was drawn to that was what he initially thought appeared to be a really, you know, a realistic human skull. Um, so upon closer inspection, you know, him being an anthropologist and all, uh, the scientists quickly found out that the specimen was not a well-crafted prop, but instead had come from a real person, Jay. So, um, yeah, uh, this anthropologist is, uh, d- you know, did the right thing. He reported the find to the police. Uh, detectives were dispatched to the scene. They also concluded the skull had a human origin, of course. Uh, when questioned about how they had come into possession of the odd object, the thrift store owner said that indicated that it was among a variety of items purchased at a storage unit auction years ago. And lacking the scientist's uh, professional training, they never realized it was genuine. So the guy doesn't know. You know what I mean? He's just, he bought a storage you know, thing and it had a head skull and he thought it was a prop. You know what I mean? You wouldn't think it's real, right? So uh, the skull has since been turned over to the uh, local police and medical examiner uh, in hopes of shedding further light on the mysterious background through the sheriff's office. Stress that this case is not suspicious in nature, which I don't know how the fuck they could figure that out when there's just a skull just in rotation. In a storage unit. Right. In a storage unit. Right. Yeah. And just out in rotation, like no problem. Nothing suspicious <laughs> at all. These Unless are not really the droids skulls. you're looking for. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shit. What is wrong with our fucking state? I don't know, man. We got some crazy shit that happens here, man. Come on. Oy. But you know what I was thinking, though, Jay? This is actually a very smart way. If you were trying to get rid of a body, you know, just get rid of pieces of it like that. Like, you know, to Goodwill, <sighs> say it's a Halloween prop, you know what I mean? Dress it up, you know, maybe put some fake blood on it, you know? And it's a real femur. You just get rid of the person like bit, bits by bits every Halloween. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, stranger things have happened. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. Here in Florida. I mean, I guess <clears throat> it's not a hobby I would particularly partake in. Oh, I'm not saying something that I would do, but I'm saying if there was a very deranged serial killer type person out there, that'd be kind of an interesting way of getting rid of the body. Huh? If. That's a pretty big if. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go, Jay. <laughs> don't point, don't point me in that corner there, Jay. Come on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what's funny? I found out the other day. Uh, most serial killers ha- are from their sign is Sagittarius, just like mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that does not shock me yeah, whatsoever. Ted Knowing Bundy, you my entire life, Ted Bundy, a couple other ones, prolific ones out there. Yeah, pretty interesting stuff. But uh, all right, let's move on to the next one here for tonight, Jay. Uh, this one, we're going to go international. We're going to go to the Philippines. Okay, Jay? We're going okay. all the way to the Philippines. I got a sister and, out there. All right. Okay, nice. Okay, sort so. Um, <laughs> no, that's the sister. Already. Long story. <laughs> Isn't <that> sort of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, check this out, Jay. Classes canceled at high school in the Philippines following a mass possession. Hmm. You ready for this one? 
sure (laughs) let's unbox this this pandora's box i I can only imagine what high schools in the philippines are like when they're being possessed so hit me g let's let's talk right yeah classes at a high school in the philippines were canceled after a staggering 14 students jay 14 were seemingly possessed by an evil spirit according to a local media report the odd case occurred last week in uh, hinawanan national high school in the community of loe uh, the strangeness began when a student who was said to be gifted with the third eye, quote unquote, claimed that he could see a shadow figure in the school. So you got this one kid who's already starting up this hysteria. In response, the administrators held a special mass to eradicate the suspected sinister spirit. But this only exasperated uh, the situation. So it did not go well, Jay. <laughs> it never uh, does, William. It, it, it never pissed, does. It pissed it off. It pissed it off. So... Subsequently, a few days later, after the initial sighting and after doing this whole thing, trying to get rid of it, a whopping 14 students at the school suddenly became began screaming, exhibiting an uncanny level of strength, just basically acting possessed. You know, uh, despite these unsettling conditions, the school administrators were somehow able to bring the youngsters to a priest who performed an exorcism on the whole group. They were subsequently taken to the hospital for observation while classes were canceled for the rest of the week. Uh, detailing the, the case to the media, a police official mused that, quote unquote, in his assessment, it is possible that the student had become possessed despite not being particularly aggressive. This position was echoed by a psychic who uh, was reportedly enlisted by the school and concluded that indeed that the kids had fallen victim to some kind of quote unquote spiritual retaliation on the part of a dark force. So Jay, I mean, we've had instances where school's been canceled here in Florida. I mean, for what reasons? What I mean, hurricane, right? Yep. Flooding. Hurricanes sometimes. Yeah, flooding. That's sometimes. happened. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. Sometimes. Uh, you know. Sometimes. Maybe, sometimes. <clears throat> but uh how about- in Florida, here's where when school gets canceled. Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> this week coming up Thanksgiving. Yeah. I find out school's out for an entire week. Yes. If it's a, if it's a tropical depression, mm-hmm. schools are open. Mm-hmm. If it's a hurricane that's a level one, but we're not on the dirty side. Right. Schools open. Schools are open. <laughs> Thanksgiving week? Nah, baby. No, no, no. No, we got Kirk, we got Cookie the Turk. What? Oh. <laughs> Cookie the Turkey. Cookie the Turk. We got Cookie wow. the Turk. Yeah. We got Cookie the Somebody's Turk. Somebody's been hitting the edibles already, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Uh, I, I treated myself this weekend. Uh, uh, because got you because I got I got Cookie the Turk. So oh, there you go. Cookie I did. The Turk. <laughs> I got Cookie the Turk. So I had edibles to Irk, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, everybody's yeah. got like their, their turkey to cook, is what I was right. trying to say. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's too important. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Jay, I mean, 14 kids. That's a lot of kids. That's not like one or two, you know what I mean? And you can say, oh, maybe that's bullshit, you know, little, maybe a little, you know, mass hysteria. You think that's what's going on here? Or. Is there really a spirit there? Or. or... Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it's the oh. Philippines. Listen, as easy it is for my kid to get vape in his high school, I can only imagine how easy it is to get opium in those places. So, you know. Little LSD, little trippy, trippy. Everybody's like, "Listen, I really want to get on Mr. Ferguson's math test today. Let's all triple the acid. We're gonna yeah. act possessed because the third yeah. eye thing, right? <laughs> and then next thing you know, bada bing, bada boom, yeah. we're out of school for the day. What's yeah, up, Jimmy? Excuse Jimmy. Third Can't. eye already said that he saw a shadow, so we'll just build upon that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, that's a good idea. I mean, that could be it. That could be that's that's a strong. It's a strong theory, Jay. I think that. I mean, it. it could be. It could be. Yeah. Do you remember the way we used to do it? Right. We drive onto campus. Yeah. Go all the way through and drive right back off, waving at the officer on the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was cool as fuck. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he never stopped us. Never even never. tried, which is great. But yeah, Jay, uh, school not so cool here in the Philippines. <laughs> Kids getting possessed. I mean, you know. Ugh. I don't know. That's a, that's a bad school, man. Yeah, that's not that's not a good. They're not going to get an A rating. No, you're not, not. you're not getting a lot of funding for that school. You're not going to. No. You no. had this. 
This honestly, you know what it sounds like? It kind of, I said, now that I'm thinking about it, it kind of sounds like, uh, like the setup for a Scooby Doo cartoon. Right. Yeah. There's a school in the Philippines and it's, uh, it's right, haunted yeah. by ghosts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it, it walks Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> you know what would yeah. be good though? If they were smart, they would capitalize on this and change like their school mascot to like the spirits or something like that or the ghouls or something like that. You know? Really build upon it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Lehigh yeah, right? possessors, I get it. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, I think that's a good wrap up for Dark Fringe News for tonight. Uh that brings us to What the F Florida Man, Jay. Uh you ready for some What the F Florida Man? I mean, you kind of already got us there, so why the hell not just dive right in? I just point everybody in the right direction, but Jay's going to take us actually down the road. Here we go. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Holy shit. Holy shit, man, Jay. Well, uh, Jay. Hey, guys, guys, uh, real quick before we get into this, I do want to apologize about that Lake Worth not free pizza thing. It was a bad day. I was really hungry, okay? I got a little angry. They had a thing out there talking about free pizza, and then I was told I couldn't get free pizza because I had missed the thing by 10 minutes. And, you know, I got a little bad. That's all. So I apologize. Don't get between Jay and some pizza, man. I've known him all my life. Honestly, that that is a legitimate thing. That is a legitimate thing. Well, Jay, what do you have for us this week at for What the F Florida Man, Jay? Well, so we're going to get like a triple dose of What the Florida Man because oh, not shit. only did you have one, but I got two of my own. I had nice. two that were just too good. One's, one's a little more serious, a little more out there, and the other one is just kind of sweet and funny. Uh, so we're going to go with the really crazy wild one first. Let's go. Uh, we're going to go Florida Man poops on dead Mustang. Dead Mustang. Jiminy. What the? Take two. Come back around for that. Florida man arrested for pooping on dead possum. Wow. In the street during rush hour. Okay. This is family fun. So there's a dead possum in the middle of the road during rush hour. A gentleman decides to go poop on it. Is that what you're telling me? Clearwater, Florida, William. Oh, boy. Clearwater, Florida man. A Florida man has found himself behind bars after he was seen by a police officer pooping on a dead possum in the middle of the street. According to the arrest affidavit uh, affidavit, uh, in the county sheriff's office, Rudy Wilcox was arrested and charged with exposing his sexual organs after the alleged incident that unfolded on Wednesday near the intersection of Bleacher Road and Willer Tree Trail. (laughs) Willard Tree Trail. Wow, that's no redneck in that, huh? Uh, uh, showing your prize pooping dirt. on a possum. I'm showing my prize of Willard Tree Trail. Okay. <laughs> not talking a lot of. We're not talking wow. high metro here. No, we're not. Jesus. No, Jesus. we are not. Around 5:20 p.m., the 45-year-old man was seen by a Clearwater police officer defecating on the dead possum with his pants down and his backside exposed, according to the affidavit. Wilcox, who has no known residence. Oh boy. Transient. Was allegedly in full view of morning of motoring public during busy traffic hours, the police said. Uh, in the post-Miranda interview, the police, Wilcox, denied all allegations and said the of officer course. didn't see straight. No. He saw wrong. He saw wrong. He saw wrong. <laughs> Wait, saw this wrong. happened two days ago. Wow. Wow. I mean... He must have been, well, he was homeless, obviously. So Well, he's know. homeless, but uh, my guess is you're going to throw one of those picture things on here up in, like, post-editing. Yeah. Um, oh. And when everybody sees the picture, I believe it's all going to be clear. Oh, it's you, You'll be get it right, right then and there. You'll be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. We'll leave that to the... The meth all adds up. The meth all yeah. adds up. The oh. meth. The meth all adds up. That's correct. Did yeah. I say that? 
<laughs> Much like the meth bites on their face, can Adam? You could just connect them all. <laughs> William, okay, people. He said that. I if said you it. haven't seen the picture yet. Okay. Oh, I've never post seen up. the picture. Okay, post it now, William. <laughs> okay. 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 Friends, I will notice. Notice now exactly yeah. what Will has said that we he's never seen and we didn't oh, talk about this. It's just normal stuff. Look at that gentleman's face. That's all I say. I apologize. I hope he's finding himself in better. I, you know, at least he's got himself a cell. I mean, a home. For the oh night. my lord! Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're Oof, you know, I was yeah to that one. Wow, Jay, that's um a very um harrowing tale. Yeah, it's graphic. I mean, graphic. It's kind of shitty. Ooh, poor fucking possum, right? You better died, hope it was actually dead, not died just by a possum. <laughs> oh my god! Could you imagine if he was really alive? It's laying there going, Later. "Oh, come on, man!" <laughs> Worst day of my life ever. Oh, I <laughs> played dead. Day. You're supposed to leave me alone, not shit on me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow, Jay. All right, Jay. That's a that's a good one for to start off. <laughs> what the Florida man? Let's hear the second one here, Jay. What do you got? Florida man busted with five alligators in his bathtub that he got wow. in a nearby pond, FWC says. Nice. Right? So he was uh, fathering, fostering this? Uh, oh, no, he was taking them from the local local pond. Okay. A man in St. Cloud, mm. not far from uh, Clearwater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kissimmee, all that area. Yep. Uh, has found himself in hot water after officers discovered that he was keeping five alligators in a bathtub in his home, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Cons Conservation Commission. Wow. Robert Robinson. Robert Robinson. I'm sorry, are we not living in a simulation? That's the kind of name <laughs> you would... If, if you were to be created by computer, that's what your name would be. That Robert Robinson. Lee. Lee. Robert Lee Robertson. That's all you need in there. The Lee. Right? Yeah. Uh, he was issued a criminal citation for the personal possession of wildlife without a Class Two permit after the officers found gators on his home on October 23rd, according to an incident reported by Fox 35 News. The officers received an anonymous tip that someone <laughs> uh, had, had thought that he was keeping juvenile alligators in a bathtub in his home. The report said, officers visited the home, uh, mentioned in the tip, and were greeted by someone sitting on the front porch. Uh, he allowed the go moment. He allowed them to go in. He didn't argue. He accepted the citation. He said that he just found them in this pond. There you go. So he was just trying to be a nice guy, but not knowing that you can't do that. Obviously, they were just there. Yeah, they were just yeah. so cute. Yeah, with all their yeah. teeth. Until they grow and grow and grow and grow, and they're gonna. I'm eat sure them. he wasn't gonna sell them or nothing, <laughs> or make some shoes out of it, right? Yeah, of course not. No, yeah. no. well, oh there, I saw somehow. Money was going to be made on those poor alligators. I'm glad they made it yeah. fine, a home mm -hmm. safe to the swamp so their mother That's right. Oh, Lord. Jesus. That's true, though. They do eat their little... Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Wow, Jay. Uh, another harrowing tale here from Florida. I mean, you know, uh, we've seen this kind of shit before where these people here in Florida take in these exotic things and they're not supposed to. We see it all the time here. So not surprising to us. No, this is that's normal here for Florida. I mean... Looking like a Carol Baskin and the fucking uh, member, the tiger camp that she had up there. I think it was in Tampa. Yeah, come on, guys. But nonetheless, uh, Jay, thanks a lot so much for those What the F Florida Man. Uh, great stories coming out, of course, the central part of Florida. Uh, this great, great, crazy state of Florida, of course. But uh, Jay, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. That's going to bring us to our main topic for tonight, where we're going to be talking about the most disturbing video games of all time. So, um, Jay, you know, this is going to be a pretty uh, interesting cool. story. It's kind of cool. A little late. It's a cool topic. And, it's it's, yeah. it's going to give us a chance to talk about some some crazy shit that you've heard, some rumors, mm -hmm. some memories. We're going to talk mm -hmm. some some video games. It's a, it's a fun, lighthearted, demonic topic. Yes, of course. As always. So, yes, uh, you know, strap in, uh, buckle up, and get ready for... Our main topic for tonight, which is the most disturbing video games of all time. And we'll be back in a minute with more Dark Fringe Radio. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for coming back to Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, tonight, we have a very interesting topic here, Jay. Um, this is what we're going to dub basically the most disturbing video games of all time or ever. And so we're going to get into some of these video games, a little bit about their backstory, about 
Um, you know, sometimes it's not the game itself that's scary. It's the premise. You know what I mean, Jay? And, uh, you know, we were kind of talking and just spitballing earlier about that, you know, because there's some games that are on our honorable mention list just because of the sheer fact of what the subject nature of the game is. You know what I mean? We're talking yeah, about Yeah, even you know? if it's just a moment <laughs> in a particular game, yeah, it, it makes yeah. you feel a particular kind of way. And that's what kind of led us down this particular kind of rabbit hole. Yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about those games, and um, Jay's going to talk some more, you know, a little bit more of the lighthearted ones, and then I want to get into some of the darker ones, but uh, and some of the more obscure things. But um, but I wanted to get into it tonight, and I thought this was a really good um, something to you know start off uh, tonight with. And so first off, Jay, which is yours, called Zombie Nation. Talk to us a little bit about that. So Zombie Nation was released all the way back in 1990, William. Yep. Uh, great year. Mm-hmm. Great year. Oh, yeah. what a wonderful year. Oh, yeah. It was developed by Kaz, capital K, capital A, capital Z, lowercase e, and published by Muldock. At least I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. And yep. it was it was released on the NES, the original Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, as well as the Famicom in Japan. Um, and everybody, in case you don't remember what the original NES was, I'll give you a quick synopsis on that. It was a 8-bit cartridge player. Uh, mm-hmm. In America, they were gray and black. I actually have one staring at me right across. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the basis of really what the game wars that we play all today is all set up from. Yep. This game was released. Now, back in the day, NES had very strict rules. You only released so many games. You only published a certain kind of way. And it had a uh, very particular kind of technology that Kate, it made pirating really difficult to do. Uh, it took a lot of developers a long time before they were able to crack that particular chip. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all that being said, that is landscape for one of the weirdest games on the planet released out in 1990, which is also a great but weird year for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this story is about a floating samurai head that shoots endless amounts of eyeballs and vomit. As it floats through a dystopian landscape. Yeah. You have Earth. Let me set the scale for you, right? <laughs> if that's not already in, weird enough, right? Right. I'm it's been invaded by this alien right. known as Dark Sea. Not like Dark Sea from DC. It's spelled right. very differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. D-A-R-C-S-E-E-D. Different kind of Dark Sea. This is a uh, alien to come to... That. Come to enslave the human human race. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, the entire human race is zombies. Yeah, that's so, weird, right? Yeah. Our hero, the disembodied floating. floating head of an ancient samurai, says, you know what? Now's as good time as I need to reanimate myself. And he has to fly through landscapes from deserts to New York, and he has to attack all kinds of demons and avoid all different manner of flying all things around. It is the most crazy, hectic, frenetic game on the planet. <laughs> I remember I actually rented it from uh, the Blockbuster, where I also got my first uh, speeding ticket night. Um, it wasn't a speeding ticket. It was without your uh, headlight ticket. It was right without my headlights. Excuse me. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I digress. Right. As if I wasn't there, but go ahead. He was the first. As if he didn't tell the cop to hit the reason why he was so ugly is because his mother's oh, dog. Jesus. We always anyway, bring that up. <clears throat> well, you gotta time. bring a bullshit, so, I was just simply saying, was that that particular blockbuster, homie? Why do you It was a weird place to find this particular weird, very Japanese it, game. It is, yeah. It was Listen, a weird place to find this Japanese game. I remember I playing this game. This it was game. terribly frustrating. Right. It is frustrating. It's one of the hardest games. It's one of the hardest games. So it's like Altered Beast right. meets Contra. Meets, meets the like, most frustrating ice levels of ducktails. You yeah. have no control. It kind of flo- floats around. There's things everywhere. There's no way to get away from anything. Your attacks do practically nothing. You have to somehow figure out where there are zombie people hidden in walls and shit. It's a crazy weird game, but it's weird. I think you got to help some of them that are, that are actually not zombies. You got to like kind of eat them up and then correct. It's weird. Yeah. Jay, let's play a quick clip here uh, of the gameplay. And I kind of want to um, show everybody exactly what we're talking about here. And, um, you know, so that way they can see uh, for themselves what we're talking about. So let's do it. You see that here, Jay? I do. 
Wonderful. Let's start. And by the way, just like bare bones, like graphics, it's not nothing especially. No, but you can see because the colors, all that's free. It has to freeze up because there's just so much going on. Right. That it just couldn't even handle it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and just like Jay describes, a floating head that shoots out vomit and what was the other thing? Eyeballs. 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 Nice. Oh, a little Medusa. Yeah, I mean, it's just a typical NES. It's like Contra meets shooter. Altered Beast meets 1943 meets Hell. Yeah. Very weird concept, Jay. Very weird. Um, yeah, that's fucking bizarre. Weird. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Well, all right, Jay. I mean, that's a good start for tonight for uh, disturbing video games. I mean, just I the premise. So. Yeah, just the premise alone. You know what I mean? Just, you know, the sheer nature of that. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. weird. Right. Who's, right I mean, really, okay. All right, yeah. listen, I know the 80s were a weird time, and it was it was released in the 1990s, which means it was developed right. in the mid and late 80s. And right. let's be real, it was the late, late 80s, because back then they didn't really put a whole lot of time into developing those kinds of things. Right. But somebody was sitting around and said, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have an alien right. comes down. Right. Turns the human race into zombies. Right. Uh, and then hides the rest of them mm-hmm. inside of walls and shit. Um, right. Why? Who knows? Now, that really pisses off <laughs> the head of a samurai that floats around and shoots mm-hmm. eyeballs and vomit because that's how samurai he is. Boom. Mm-hmm. Done. We've got a side-scrolling shooter right there on our hands. Thank you, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, Jay. Just that concept alone. And then not only that, they had to convince a company to release this. They actually had to convince a company, a CEO of a company. That means this had to go through many levels of people. You know what I mean? This wasn't many just like, levels. you know, this wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to come up with something on my own and great. You know, it's not going to go through any kind of, you know, oversight. And again, I levels. point out yeah. through Nintendo. Right, which was the most stringent. Nintendo yes. in the in the eighties and nineties was the most stringent of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Especially they had that seal of approval thing that they had on the games. To. You had yeah. to. You had to. You had to. All right, Jay. Well, that's a good start, Jay. I mean, that's uh, that's a pretty fucked up concept. Again, um, you know, great pick. Um, I'm gonna go with one a little disturbing here, Jay. This one's called Arr. My Lovely Daughter, and. Um, <laughs> guys i seriously there are many nights where i sit here and i just shake my head and silently to myself wonder what the fuck is wrong with my best friend and why is he my best friend and what does that say about me yeah 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 but uh yeah jay this one my lovely daughter uh, ready for this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so check out what let's talk about a fucked up premise okay this was released on pc you can find this anywhere on pc um (laughs) The ones I'm doing tonight are all PC, so nothing on the... Um, but they're not side. PC. But they're not PC. Not PC at all. So this one, My Lovely Daughter Jay, is uh, an alchemist simulator developed by Game Changer Studio and published by the Togi uh, Productions and Neon Doctrine. Uh, this particular here game, Jay, uh, explores the death of a father's grief and overwhelming the loss of a loved one through the forbidden alchemy experience. Check this out. In this game, you play as Faust, an amnesiac father who apparently lost all of his recent memories. He wakes up to find himself in a shack away from the nearby villages. Inside the shack, he discovers dark and forbidden alchemy techniques, which involve creating humanoculus, a forbidden scientist, like sentient golem kind of thing. Um, they're like, you know, kind of people, but they're like, they're all messed up. They, they get kind of like, you know, morphed into different things. Um, and that, yeah, exactly. And they have emotions and consciousness as well. He also recognizes his daughter and discovers that she is empty, is an empty husk without a soul. Faustin uses his soul vessel uh, situated on a nearby table and tries to save his daughter, but to no avail. And um, it does not have the correct affinity uh, Faust then discovers that the affinity can be gained by sacrificing his own creations. 
So he makes these golems here, Jay, and <laughs> and kind of raises them and uses their parts and sells their parts after he kills them and like he raises them to a certain point. Um, so he realizes that to save his own daughter, Jay, he needs to sacrifice his creations. Um, and at the time of essence, as his daughter's body parts rot as each day passes, which can be prevented by apl applying this bomb that you can buy by selling these parts. Uh, yeah, he goes into the village and gets these materials to keep his daughter alive. Uh, Jay, yeah, a pretty, pretty deep subject here. Um, yeah. 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 yeah you know, how about Will, that one? <laughs> William, you know, buddy, I'm here for you. I am. Okay. Oh, my God, Jay. There, there are way imagine? better things you could do with your time. I promise you. I know, bro. This I know. shit is wrong with, like, Ugh. I mean. Yeah. It's fucked up. The whole premise is fucked up. So his daughter's dying. She, her body's rotting. The only way to keep her from not rotting is by raising these golems to a certain point and then killing them for spare parts. For spare parts, like, like having, like having a, a a junkyard for car parts. Like I had to buy some new parts mm. for my car, and exactly. uh, and I'm afraid that my buddy's going to yell at me because I'm sure he had some of the parts that I bought, yeah, brand new. He has just lying around. Right. Same kind of thing, except for oh, I don't know, people. People, yeah. Oh, so, and uh, before your daughter's bought your, I'm sorry, your empty daughter's husk, let's be very clear, mm -hmm. rots away, you have to put a bomb on, yeah. on her. And, and not only that, he's collecting this affinity, this thing called affinity, and it's just gathering up. And so what happens here, Jay, in the game, once every four weeks, Faust is giving an opportunity to save his daughter by infusing his daughter with the mm -hmm. infinity that he has gathered. As the materials require money, false also begins to barter system where, you know, he sends some of, you know, the uh, golems to go work for people or he just kills them and sells their parts or whatever. Uh, as the game progresses, the interaction between Faust and the villagers increases, which will provide him clues of his past and figuring out what happened to him. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Jay. It's just... Yeah. Come on, man. And, and the and the graphics, there's nothing to talk about. <coughs> I'm gonna play real quick here, Jay. Let's let's. I'm gonna go ahead. You don't have to be. No, it's nothing. You don't see anything like uh, graphic at all. I, I'll I'll tell you that. Um, but I wanted to show show this because I thought this would be a good representation of how you can have a game with a pretty fucked up premise, but at the same time, the graphics don't have to be don't have to be anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get this ready. Where do we go? All right. See this, Jay? I see it. All right. So it's kind of like a horror RPG in a way, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can tell you, sorry, already would have been too much reading for me. Right? A lot of reading, right? But see, those are the golems that he's making there. It killed them. Wonderful, huh? So yeah, the souls are the affinities that he's collecting. So yeah, how about that, Jay? <laughs> My lovely. There are no words, William. There are no words. That <laughs> My is... lovely daughter. Wow, Jay. Who? Let's talk Dio about Mio. fucked up premises. Let's think about that. Who sat there and thought, you know, hey? So you had this daughter who's an empty husk. A husk. Yeah. You had this father who has amnesia. Right. The daughter is decaying, and the father is willing to do anything to save the daughter, including cre 
create, uh, he's got to do something. Let's create golems. Yeah, because no one will care if a golem gets killed and murdered yeah, and just act to death. Right. And let's illustrate that shit. Right? Yeah. Just craziness. I mean, Jay, I, again, I, I sit here and I, I try to think to myself, like, wow. D- to the extent of, like, who, like, how did you come up with that idea? That is just it's like Jackie fetch. Gleason says in, in Smoking the Bandit One. What in the hell <laughs> is the world coming to? All right. Well, Jay, um, yeah. Um, fuck that premise. I don't know what else to say. That's why um, man almost dies on screen. Yeah, listen, I, and that's the thing, too, about these PC games. They don't have to be beholden to, like, a company like Nintendo or, no. you know, Microsoft or Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, Sony. You know, they don't, they're not beholden to a big company like that. So they can sell their stuff, you know, just on the Internet by themselves. And, yep. you know, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's very Kind of like Doom, right? Exactly. Like when it, original Doom came out. Yeah. 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 That I love that game. And talk about kind of scary, too. That's a yeah, pretty scary premise. Think about it. You know what I mean? I, that fucking yeah. big eyeball floating thing. You know yeah. that thing? Turn the corner all of a sudden. Roar! Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ah! The gun shoots everywhere. Never, you can oh never. Oh, my gosh, Jay. <laughs> all right, Jay. Uh, your second one for tonight here, uh, we're going to get into. Which, what is that? Talk, talk to us about this one. This is my, my next one's called Night Trap. Mm-hmm. And... It has kind of a, a dark and ominous treading. The original idea behind this movie or behind this game, actually, when I say movie, I say it because it was shot like a B-rated horror movie. Absolutely. Uh, uh, this actually came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was developed by Digital Pictures and Screaming Villain. This was their only project. Mm. Um, but wow. man, did they project, leave yeah. a mark. Yes, they did. No, this this game this game actually has a very um, it's kind of like one of those. uh, (laughs) I wasn't wasn't really digging deep into the the bin on this one. I mean, this is this is a well documented case. This thing actually went to a federal court. Mm -hmm. uh, Talking about talk to us about Night Trap, Jake. This is yeah, interesting. I I really want to know about. So the system was uh, the Sega Mega CD, right? And it yep. was right in the time, in the early 90s, PC was also doing this too. They're talking about the next big thing for graphics, right? Because you had gone to 32 bits, but 32 bits just didn't seem to cut anymore. So what's better to make to, to bring you into the action and really to make you detach from reality? Live action. They had games like uh, Quick Draw McGraw and uh, other ones that were – had live movie clips that reacted to the things you did within the time frame or, or whatever construct of the game was. Right. And what Night Trap was set up as, you were a security guard watching CC cameras mm-hmm. of co-eds in their pajamas and nighties. <laughs> and originally they were trying to avoid uh, being turned by vampires and you used a, a various different clicks and sounds to alert them mm-hmm. and keep them safe with trapdoors and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but because everybody's a little nervous that vampires might be too scary, they dumb down vampires to these slow, slothy moving things. Looks like they were in garbage bags. And the way they get you is they reach out and they catch you by this hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull yeah. you in. It's like uh, men and like, uh, the, you know, those bodysuit things. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And back in, uh, in 90, so it wasn't even good, the good body suits. It, right. it, it looks like hefty bags. They really kind of do look like hefty bags, kind of like large pieces of shit that just kind of hook around. and. Right. But then again, Jay, let's talk about this. You know, we see this now. We could laugh at it. But, you know, in the early 90s, some people could have been taking this, you know, a little seriously. Like, oh, that's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Well, and that's <clears throat> and that would be why I ended up in federal court. Yeah. Is because... Even though they took away the the vampires, even though they uh, adjusted some of the scenes and dialogue to try to make it a little bit more palatable in case a, a child got a hold of it, mm-hmm. um, it didn't help. No, they ended up being part them and actually Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was the number one, and this was the other game that all the parents were pissed off about. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why the parent uh, rating on games is as as stringent as it is today, is because of this game Night Trap. Because not only was it depicting violence, it was dark in nature. 
Uh, you had scantily clad women. You had the mm-hmm. whole kind of dark graininess of a B movie. You're watching mm-hmm. co-eds on seats. The premise alone as the hero is creepy. It's dirty. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Uh, yeah. And people were pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People were mad. And yeah, Jay, it was an interesting time, like you said, because this is where they were introducing that real like motion picture action into the video games. Um, you know, they were they're trying to be forward thinking, obviously, and trying to do it, you know, the, the most realistic thing as possible. Like LaserDisc, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, those don't know that didn't grow up during our time. LaserDisc were these huge fucking discs. They were like the size of a record. And they were uh, it was a gold. giant CD. Yeah. Made out of gold and it weighed a ton. And, and it held almost and it held information. Basically, like what a DVD holds now. Basically, you know less what I mean, and, and maybe less than exactly. Less than. So, it's it's horrible. But uh, yeah, that was a great great time in uh, in electronic history. But uh, yeah, this uh, game Jay really uh, kind of separated itself. This is a cult classic. A lot of people still talk about this game, uh, especially collectors. If you can find this game, is actually worth money. It's um, hard because they yeah. didn't release many uh, before they were brought into the lawsuit. And uh, once the lawsuit hit, I mean, Sega was already having troubles. That it was that was pretty much the beginning of the end, right? Because uh, the Mega CD never really took off. Sega like Saturn, right, uh, yeah. was their last ditch effort. But by that point, PlayStation was out, and they just couldn't keep up. And mm-hmm. so, Night Trap was actually kind of one of the steps towards killing Sega's uh, yeah. console contracts, which is amazing for Wonderful. a game of just such shit quality. I mean, really, if you, it's really, it really yeah, is we're gonna, harmless. We're going to show a clip here, too. But uh, one thing I forgot to mention, Jay, um, the first one, Zombie Nation, yeah. you know how much that game is actually worth, like, to find? A lot. It's like a couple hundred dollars. A lot. It's, it's crazy. so rare. It's super crazy. rare. Super rare. Just like this one as well that we're talking about. Uh, but, Jay, yeah, let me, uh, let's play Night Trap. And so we can show everybody. Exactly what we're talking about here, Jay, and all of its glory because it is glorious. I mean, just uh, it's terrible. It's yeah, let's take a look. Okay, so here are the guys that we're talking about. Look, Jay. <laughs> Look how they walk. I know. They, they hunchback turds. Yeah. Oh. The wall pushes them into some... That door. It's kind of violent. <laughs> that door, right? though. No? <clears throat> right? No? All right, we got some guys creeping in here again. Oh. How horrible is this, Jay, huh? Bad. Why was why was anybody so mad about this? It's terrible. I don't know. There's nothing to be mad about. The problem is Sheila and I might have to make a delivery. That's no problem. Tony and I can handle it. I'm not so sure. Please have to go too. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's this? This is a special vintage. Oh, Jeffrey, don't be so selfish. Think of the poor, starving augers. Wow. Uh, horrible acting. Horrible acting. Look at the stoner. <laughs> What's the matter with you anyway? All of them. He's high. Uh, I mean, we we can't judge, William. No, I know. So, so you heard him. We got six. That's got to be some kind of record. Yeah, well, I don't think you understand, Jeff. I'm not interested in that stuff anymore. Oh. Oh. Not anymore. Not anymore, clean. Jay. <laughs> We're going straight edge now, my friend. We're going legit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? Wow, Jay. Uh, yeah. So, That's yeah. terrible. That's terrible shit right there. That's terrible. Wow. Wow. Sure. But I, again, I could see. I could see why. You know, some people would take that and be like, oh, it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? And kind of be weirded out by it. You know what I mean? I can see why people would be weirded out by how much money it costs because it cost millions of dollars. That's crazy, man. It was the same cost as putting on a, a B-rated movie. Uh, mm. And yeah. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. 
Well, anyways, Jay, that's a good one. I think Night Trap it stands alone in its in its own you know sense because of you know what it depicted, and of course had to be brought up. Had to be brought up, of course. Uh, well, Jay, let's uh, finish this one off with mine, uh, last one here, and um, this one, Jay, this one is what started me down this path. And uh, I want to tell you about this game. It's called Faith, the Unholy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Jay? Yeah. This game here is um Yeah. A pretty fucked up game. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. also released on PC. Uh this was actually released um in October of 2017. Uh there was actually there's actually three chapters to this game, but the first two was released in 2017, the last was uh released in 2019 um by New Blood Interactive. Um then I blame them. Yeah, COVID, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I blame them. <laughs> well, in October two, uh, 2022, uh, they um, uh, they basically put all the chapters together in one full game, and it's called Faith on Holy Trinity, and uh, it's a compilation of three chapters with an additional features. Uh, this game uh, uses retro graphics, like the graphics of an Apple II or Atari 2600J. Uh, so think of maybe Oregon Trail graphics, okay? Yeah, I've seen the game, yeah. Oh, okay, you know what I'm talking about then. I sure do, but hey, okay. I, I like the description for the audience, man. They do need to know that. <laughs> if you've ever seen Oregon Trail or yeah. Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, this is right up mm-hmm. that alley. I mean, it's, it is graphics that befit. We've talked about this, right? Like, yeah, some of the best horror movies are the ones that didn't cost a whole lot because it has mm-hmm. that kind of raw Dark feel. grittiness to it that makes it kind of feel yeah authentic. Texas Chainsaw Massacre you know yeah and one. you you kind of do believe that this this game because it looks the graphics are so basic you kind of think bones. this right. yeah you kind maybe, yeah. maybe it's a little it, it but, gives me some weird feelings yeah and there's cutscenes in between and these cutscenes are fucking phenomenal Jay uh, I want to get into this game a little bit more but the pl- uh, the players control a priest. Uh, as he first attempts to complete a failed exorcism, then tries to prevent the summoning of a great demon. <laughs> the player's main weapon is a crucifix, which damages and slows enemies down when held up, basically, in the game. Uh, it can also exercise possessed objects, which typically reveals notes that expand upon the game's plot uh, or provides hints um, that's related to puzzles in the game. Uh, though most of the games is presented in an isometric type of view, like I said Oregon Trail look, uh, low frame rate display. Several rotoscope cutscenes are used throughout each chapter, which this is what makes the game. Uh, additionally, much of the dialogue is presented through the 80s style era synthesized speech, which some voice lines and sound effects were taken from real electronic voice phenomena and exorcisms possessed, uh, process, excuse me, through those same programs. So they took these real EVPs and, and exorcisms and they put them through like this, uh, you know, synthesizer and came up with all these different sounds. Um, they also use a lot of pre-existing classical pieces like Ludwig um, van uh, Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata um, and a lot of other ones. Um, the story is, of course, inspired, Jay, by the satanic panic of the 1980s and 90s. We did a whole episode on that. We did. Check it out. It's a great episode. Yeah, we we get into it because we lived it. Um, Of course, uh, during that time, there was allegations of physical and sexual abuse in the name of Satan uh, were made against teachers, schools, tabletop role-playing games, toy companies, heavy metal musicians, television, and film companies, uh, which is all true. I mean, we saw it. Right, Jay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, we saw it. We lived it. And I'll tell you what. Will, let's do this. Yeah. Thanksgiving, right? Yep, absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. As you're listening to this podcast, as you get to the end, save it. I'm going to tell a special story right around Uh the 80s and satanic panic that involved me Mm -hmm. and William Uh when we were in fifth grade. No shit. Okay, we'll get into that. Um, So uh, the first act, Jay, of course, there's, like I said, there's three chapters. There's actually 12 different endings. This, which makes it very unique in its way because what game has 12 different endings? I mean, that's, you know, it's rare to have that. You know what I mean? It's very uh, few that... Dra- Dragons... Uh, was one? that? There was a game, an arcade game. It was off a cartoon, Dragon's Lair. 
Oh, Dragon Slayer, yes. Yeah, yes. where you yeah. can choose. That one had a ton of endings. That used yeah, to always yeah, shock yeah. me because of the, the technology. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So this shit's all um, special. <laughs> well, the first act, Jay, follows uh, Father Ward, uh, his return yeah. to the Martin House in Sterling, Connecticut, uh, where w- one year before, uh, he and his superior father, Allred, failed to exercise a demon from a young girl named Amy. Uh, father Allred was also killed along with Amy's parents, and the girl was placed in a psychi- psychiatric hospital, which she now has escaped. Uh, Ward confronts Amy in her now abandoned residence, and the decisions he makes here affect the events of future chapters. Uh, the second act, Jay, uh, introduces another priest, the shotgun-wielding, duty-driven, fan-favorite Father Garcia, uh, who is attempting to remove a demonic entity which appeared in Chapter 1 from a young boy. Garcia connects with Ward, enlisting his help to explore a cemetery where demonic activity has occurred and the underground cult in the city sewers. This chapter greatly expands the gameplay elements, Jay, uh, and presented the first and uh, in its first and begins to really kind of explore the satanic panic context in the wider community kind of thing. So you start to see how this thing becomes a bigger thing and bigger thing and bigger thing. And never bigger trust thing. a woman named <laughs> No, never. Uh, the culmination of the game is the third act that follows uh, Ward in the days leading up to the event called the profane Sabbath, which will summon a demon called Malthus, and another demon entity known as only Gary will open this portal to hell. Uh, the chapter culminates in a confrontation with the cult that is uh, delightfully, in my opinion, Jay, uh, probably headquartered under a children's daycare. Uh, that's how this all starts and how uh, it, the premise really kind of expands. And you kind of figure out what this whole story is about at the end, which is uh, I love personally about video games like certain video games like that where you really kind of figure out what's going on all the way at the end you kind of like metal gear and stuff like that you know you, you think you're going this whole way this one you time do. and then when you get to the end you're like motherfucker right but that's so obvious <laughs> right yeah, yeah. You're right, just like, yeah motherfucker yeah. right yep yeah. <laughs> whole time got it so um jay the uh faith and holy trinity like bus you know, most other of these uh horror games you know for its time embraces really a, a lot of the dark um, inventions of its period. We have like this Rosemary's baby esque cult in this apartment building part, you know, thing that's going on uh, exorcist style possession. Of course, the satanic layers hidden in unlikely places. Um, you know, the demons are really nasty and really just, you know, shit that you would only think of in your nightmares. And uh, let's take a clip. Let's look at this clip of this, this game and Jay, uh, to me, I I found that this game was so creepy, so unique in its own it's way. Creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. It is creepy. So it's creepy. It's, uh, no, no, it's creepy. It's creepy, right? <laughs> Here, let's get this going. And here we go. I shall not be afraid of the terror in the night. Wow, Jay. I don't like you sometimes, man. I really don't. That is a <laughs> fucked up trailer for a simple game, no? Uh, Did you see some of that shit in there? Just, ah. William, just, ah. I know. Terrible, man. man. It's terrible, right? In the ending with the 
Uh, I know uh, the key and the eye. Oh, come on, man! And again, and the, the bare eyeball, bones fucking graphics. It doesn't have to be, it but it doesn't have to, have to be. The music is good. The, the 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 story is great. You have a great premise to a story. It expands constantly. You you know you never know where it's going to go. It just keeps on going. And then you know you get these like crazy just sounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. Again, guys, check it out. Faith Unholy Trinity. <laughs> you could buy it, I think, for like 14 yeah. bucks. It's yeah. on PC, and I think yeah. it'll be great $14 you could ever spend. <laughs> you can not spell some demons, though. No, that's, yeah, that's yeah. it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jay, I think that's a good wrap-up for tonight for, uh, you know, the most disturbing video games ever. Um Again, Jay, can you let everybody know where they could uh, find all of our stuff and uh, listen to us? You can find all of our uh, episodes. You can find all of our content. You can find all of our merch directly at the source at darkfringeradio.com. Uh, uh, you can also find it wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, anywhere we are taking over. NWO, baby. There you go. That's it right there. All right, guys. Well, listen, thanks again for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you check us out again next week for another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Thanks so much. Post note on the episode, the story. Yes. Let's Do you remember it. this? I think so. I have so many memories, Jay. <laughs> Fifth grade, Miss Downs. Okay. We were told we were going to have a party. Okay. And we could bring our, we could bring a radio, and we could bring our own kind of music as long as it wasn't heavy metal. Right. Now I, I had I long this. blonde hair, you know, down to here. Right. You can't even see it if you're. Yeah, Watch no. it on YouTube if this gets out on Stark air. blonde hair. Yeah, so Stark so white, like Ric Flair. Like so that white. blonde. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I was kind of like, Ric Flair's back in the day. He was like, yeah, yeah. I really was. I really, really was. Uh, definitely braggadocious mouthy. Uh, and that's kind of where the story goes. <laughs> so I'm told by a teacher that his openly – this teacher told my mother that she did not like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Will will tell you. I'm like the nicest guy ever. Like I he follow is. all the rules. I really don't – like I – Never. No, because but Jay had this look, and she didn't like the look that Jay portrayed, and that's what and it was. was. That's what no, it really fine. was at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, really, it really wasn't Jay's. No, like, he no, didn't get in trouble. No, know? but for some reason, this woman had it out for me in a way yeah. that she didn't have it out for anybody else. So, yeah. she tells us we bring in our boombox and any kind of music as long as it's not heavy metal. Now, I remember Brad Maydell, I believe. God, I may, I think God rest his soul. I think he passed away. Okay. Uh, brings in this big ghetto blaster and uh, Hammer Don't Hurt Him, which had just came out like two weeks earlier. It just, just been released. Mm-hmm. We are old. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like two I bring in quit. that was on that, right? I think. Yes, yeah. it sure was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great album. Yeah. It's a good album. I mean, it's a good album. I bring in my little boom box mm-hmm. and my brother's Injustice for All cassette. <laughs> Now it's down one. <laughs> it did. Great song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs to see perform live. When they do it right, when they got when they got the right force from up there, it's mm-hmm. incredible. It's live. It's unbelievable. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But notice it was my brother's cassette tape in my boombox. Right. So we have a substitute teacher who is a shorter man. Uh, and that's coming tape, from by the me. Way, ladies and gentlemen, cassette tape, by the way. Cassette tape. Yeah, blaster. We're talking. This is uh, sort of fifth grade. We're talking one step up from 1990. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right about this time we're talking about these games. Right. right? Exactly. Yep. Uh, so I bring this in, and uh, me and William are ear close to my boombox because we cannot hear it over Brad Vidal's ghetto blaster, and I hammered on mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Yeah. So the teacher walks over, the substitute teacher, again, short guy. Yeah. Uh, and that's, again, saying something coming for me. He takes the set out, puts it in, front of his, in his front pocket, and says, I'm going to keep this to the end of the week. 
<clears throat> if my brother goes looking for that cassette, and trust me, he would, mm -hmm. I was going to die that day. My brother would kill me that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I start bartering with the teacher. Hey, uh, how about you give me the cassette and yeah, I'll, I'll give you the boombox, right? right. Right. I can't play the cassette without the boombox. I still learn my lesson, but at least this way, it's my brother's cassette and I don't get my ass whooped. Uh, the guy's right. like, no, nah, in fact, we're going to hold it to the end of the quarter now. I'm like, yeah, no, no, that doesn't really work for me. Um, <laughs> can, it doesn't work in my schedule. That doesn't, yeah, that's not conducive, not conducive. to be surviving. Right. Okay? <laughs> if you want me to collect the, the cassette at the end of the quarter, I have to be breathing. Right. Uh, and if that cassette's not home, I will not make it to tomorrow. So you see, axiomatically we have a problem here right so this teacher and i go back and forth for a few minutes uh and finally i'm like yeah no i'm walking out of this room with the tape in my hand one way or the other right and the guy leans over he goes or what and we'll, we'll testify mm -hmm. i hit this guy in the nose i grab the cassette and i walk out the door i walk directly to the principal's office yep Principal, Miss Leslie, wonderful woman. I sat in her office. She asked why I was there. Before I could answer, the guy comes on. I need a assistant. And I was like, that. That was me. Yes. No. And now this is really what, what shows you the difference between the 80s and today. She tells me, what happened? I say, well, we were having a party. And I was told I wasn't allowed to bring my kind of music. Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, that's funny because we told all the teachers specifically they were not to, supposed to have a party today. Mm. I was like, oh, I just got missed out in trouble. Oh, if I wasn't hated before, I'm going to be fucking Oh, you're hated now. now. Yeah, that motherfucker told <laughs> I'm me. I'm deep now, bro. <laughs> By accident. Sort Hell of. yeah. Oh, kind Jesus. Of. So <laughs> she says, all right. Go back to your class, but sit on that. They had these concrete benches outside of all the classrooms. She goes, go yeah. to your, just sit on the bench outside. Bell rings at the end of the day. Go home. Because there's still hours left in the day. Right. So I walk back down the hall. And sure enough, what do I see? I see Will sitting on the bench already with all of our shit gathered out. And the two of us sat there and just kicked it on the bench for the remainder of the day. There we go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 It's fifth grade, baby. True story. <laughs> Best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> we had just met one year before that right i think it was right yeah we yeah. did we just met the year before that mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. that would be where i threatened you yes yes yeah 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 you want yeah. to kick my ass right as legend goes <laughs> that's another story for another time folks <laughs> yeah this should become the uh dark fringe right yeah post yeah, yeah, dark yeah. post dark yeah yeah after midnight <laughs> after dark after dark after dark yeah after there dark you there you go after dark fringe after dark there you go. Oh, geez, Jay. All right. All right, cool. my guy. All right, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for jumping on. I appreciate on. you. We'll talk All soon, right, bud. You be